Episode 49 of the Pilot the Pilot podcast takes off now. Uh, my name is Mel Williams. I am a, a private pilot as well as a AMP mechanic. What is going on, AV Nation, and welcome back to the Pilot the Pilot podcast. My name is Justin, and I am your host. Today is episode number 49 featuring Mel the Traveler. Some of the things Mel and I talk about today are what it is like going to an aviation high school, how Mel went to high school for five years instead of four, not because he was held back, but because he was able to get a job at Delta after that fifth year at 19 years old. We talk about why Mel gives back to his high school. Mel talks about what his career at Delta has been like. We talk about how an AMP can climb the corporate ladder. We talk about why Mel wants to be a pilot. And most importantly, we talk about what is next for Mel and what Mel future holds. Aviation Nation, I cannot wait for you guys to hear this episode. If you do like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. You can let us know what you think via email, pilotthepilothq at gmail.com. Check out our Instagram page, at pilotthepilot. And also, please check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash pilotthepilot, where we have new Discord roles, where I'm hosting Patreon-only question and answers i'll be doing one a week trying to do one a week you never know with my schedule it gets kind of crazy but trying to do one a week and last week's lasted for an hour and a half it was crazy it was fun it was a lot of good times so go ahead and check those out i want to do those as often as possible it's just another great way for me to connect with everyone instagram is too hard for me to keep up with and email let's be honest i'm not very good at checking my email so check out discord that is for five dollar and up patreons only for the ask me anything but you can join the discord which i'm also active on all the time as well but it's just not the ask me anything type style we'll just be kind of chatting back and forth carl's bad pilot is on there we have chris palmer from angle attack on there i'm trying to get amy Byrne on there and maybe some others so there's some great personalities on there and you do not want to miss that out even nation i don't want to hold you up anymore without further ado here's mel the traveler mel what's going on man welcome to the pilot the pilot podcast thanks for coming on oh man what's going on justin chilling bro can't call it man. man So you you do a lot in aviation, man. You're an AMP, a 737 instructor, and I just recently found out you went to an aviation high school. So when you say you love aviation, you're not lying. No, I'm not lying at all, man. Um, <laughs> it just it just keeps on coming. The more the yeah. merrier, man. You know, as much as I can add to my title, I'm gonna yeah. do it. <laughs> Where the, how young were you when you figured out that you actually had a love for aviation or wanted to be a pilot? Um, who? I want to say maybe around like six or seven. Um, so, you know, I grew up in New York, grew up in Brooklyn, um, actually not too far away from JFK. Uh, JFK is in Queens, New York. Um, but, you know, I'm kind of closer to to Queens uh, on that end, living in Brooklyn. But um, I used to hear, you know, airplanes taking off every morning and it kind of sparked my interest. And um, um, the Concorde used to leave out of Kennedy um, uh, for you guys who who uh remember the concord <laughs> um yeah before they retired it um but the concord used to scream out of jfk uh, maybe like seven something in the morning while i used to get get ready for school and um i used to see it used to see that that delta shaped airplane you know zip by and i was like man that's cool as hell <laughs> and uh my grand aunt my grandmother's sister used to act, uh, she used to actually take me to uh, jfk just outside of terminal six i think it was and uh, we used to just sit there. She used to park the car up there. You know, of course, it's pre-9-11, you know, where you didn't have a whole <laughs> bunch of people rushing you. Oh, you can't stay here. You got to right. go around and all this other stuff. So we'd sit there for hours and just watch airplanes. And that's 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 pretty much how it happened, you know, early on. That's cool, man. Mm-hmm. So yeah. about six years old, you used to go watch airplanes. When did you actually say you went to an airport to, to go fly or even said you did, you had, you got your AMP. When did you start that, those processes? So, so, so that's a weird deal. Um, um, so growing up, uh, you know, I always thought I was going to be a basketball player. Um, I was pretty good, um, at the game and, um, <laughs> you know, I, I guess I put too much in the basketball, not enough in school. So, um, <laughs> so, so I went to a private school growing up and, um, I used to go to these summer camps. Um, Chris Mullen, Chris Mullen used to have summer yeah. camps. You know, he, he used remember, to play yeah. for Gold, yeah, Golden State Warriors, and now he's the head coach of St. John's yep. um, out out in Queens. But um, you know, he used to have summer camps. I used to go to him as a uh, as a as, as a camper, and they had interest. Um, uh, his brother was an assistant coach, I believe, at Zaverian in Brooklyn, which is like one of the 
<clears throat> which at the time was one of the top high schools uh, in New York. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they asked my mom, hey, you know, you know, he should, you know, come here, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, you know, I think it'd be a great addition to the basketball team instead of the third. And she was like, nope, you know, he failed six classes and he's not <laughs> focused and I'm not paying for private school again. And da 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 So he's going to go to a public school. So, um, you know, growing up in New York uh, after eighth grade or when you're picking your high school, you know, you got to get this big old booklet and it has all the different boroughs with all the different schools in those boroughs in that book. And, um, you have to go through and make a list. So, you know, of course I wanted to play ball and I didn't want to, you know, pick a school from that list. Mm-hmm. You know, I was being a spoiled brat and, uh, but I mean, you know, those are the cards I was dealt, you know, cause if I had passed my classes, it, it, you know, it wouldn't have been a question, but anyway, right. um, um, so, you know, I'm flipping through these schools and I get to Queens and then, you know, I'm starting out and in the beginning I get to aviation high school. What the hell is this? I'm like, well, <laughs> well, you know, I'm kind of in the airplane. So, you know, why the hell not? So I put it first and next thing you know, I got in and, you know, originally, um, just like a whole bunch of people, you know, who went to their high school tell you, you know, originally you think like, oh, you know, I'm going to be a pilot when I go to the school. So, you know, they have an open house. I went to the school and then you see all of these engines and, fan blades and stuff like that sitting around like what the hell is this and um you know then i realized it was a school for maintenance and i was like well i guess that's, that's a, crazy. you know ne- next best thing so i ended up going to that school and that's 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 how it worked out um the cool thing about that school is uh so you do your four years like a regular you know a high school student mm-hmm. um but then um <clears throat> you get placed into a certain program uh when you're a junior whether it be you know power plant or airframe so, um, so once you get placed into that program, you know, you've, you're, you're, you're doing the whole curriculum. I mean, I mean, it's basically college and high school, you know, it's a vocational school. Um, so, so when you pass the program for whether it's airframe or power plant, whichever one you got stuck in, um, you're able to take your AMP test. You take a, uh, oh, FA cool. written and then, uh, yep. And then you schedule your qualifying and, you know, you schedule a, a DME, uh, uh, designated maintenance examiner and then um they come in and sometimes the fa guy may show up or whatever while you're taking a test and you know you do that but then the cool thing is uh they invite you back for a fifth year so i went to high school for actually five years instead of four oh, so dang. i graduated yeah i graduated 2005 2006 um so they invite you to uh back for a fifth year to complete the other license so you come back to high school even though you graduated already you walked and got a fake diploma and all this other stuff. <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, the, I guess they're able to get away with it in the New York City uh, Board of Education system um, because they hold back a uh, class uh, okay. that, 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 that you have to take uh, uh, your fifth year. So you come back, you do four periods of shop a day, and then that one class, it's like some BS uh, economics class or something like that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, fa- fast forward, you know, you finish that, then, you know, you graduate, you know, after five years, but you have two licenses. So, you know, I was 18 when I graduated over the summer of 2006 and I had an A&P certificate. And you can, you can just put that to work and go to go get, go oh, get yeah. a job. So that's crazy. That's oh, yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. So talk about yeah. a little bit uh, aviation high school. What like are the qualifications? You kind of said you had to apply and they accepted mm-hmm. you. Like, mm-hmm. do you have to have some sort of interest in aviation, obviously, to go there? But what are they looking for when they're choosing students? Is it just like grades? Is it what? what I don't even know how to ask you. Just what are they looking for? Um. Well, I've heard it's changed a bit, and I'm not ex- exactly sure how. But um, what I remember is, you know, they 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 want a diverse crowd. Um, mm-hmm. um, they definitely weren't looking at grades because mine weren't great, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, from 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 what I understand, you know, at the time they want a diverse crowd. They want kids from different boroughs. So so Aviation High School is in Queens. Um, but you know, they needed, you know, a certain amount of kids from the Bronx, they needed a certain amount of kids from okay. Queens, they needed a certain amount of kids from Staten Island, gotcha. you know, um, Manhattan. So, so, you know, I think the combination of me being from Brooklyn and put in the school first is what got me in. Okay, if that makes cool. sense. Yeah, it does make you sense. You know, because if I'd have put it like third, they may have been like, uh, no, we're gonna go with another kid from Brooklyn who might, you know, who made a may have put it first or second or something okay. like that. I got what you're That's saying. the way it is. Yeah, yeah. We have to make a list. I think it's eight schools or something like that. 
and you know it's highest level of priority to last you know Dang. and and that list gets sent in and then they make a decision okay well you know he has his third and we're gonna go with you know this kid who has a second you know whatever so yeah is it possible yeah. to not have a high school match with you and be like, no, we're good? <laughs> uh, uh, you, you know what? I want to say yes. And then what uh, happens is you end, you end up going to your own school. Oh, uh, that's um, kind of yeah. okay. I got you. Yeah, and it depends on whatever neighborhood you're in. That's the zone school you're going to end up in. And okay. the neighborhood I was in, my zone school was Tilden High School, which, where I definitely did not want to be at. You know what I mean? <laughs> I gotcha. So, um, yeah. So it it just worked out. Yeah, that's good, man. It sounds like it worked out for the best because you got your oh, AP, yeah. you can make money right out of high school, and yeah. you're a private pilot, so you're flying and doing yeah. all that stuff. Uh, what were the yeah. options going to the aviation school? I noticed that you said that people think they're going to be a pilot when they go there, and then you're just surrounded by like a maintenance environment. Is there a pilot fast track there? Is it like a ATP type flying school too, or is it just a mm. focus on maintenance mainly? Nope, nope. It's a it's a maintenance school. You know, okay. they have a flying club. Um, you know, it's, it's high school, so they're different clubs, you know, music club and all this other stuff, okay. but they did have a flying club. Um, and I want to say I, I wasn't a part of it, but I want to say, you know, every couple of weekends or something like that, they would go out and, uh, I don't know who funded it, but you know, the kids would get like airplane rides for like half hour, an hour or something like that, you know? Um, yeah, but other than that, no, it was fully geared toward maintenance. I mean, um, <clears throat> you know, as a freshman, they kind of ease you in you know, introduction to, you know, aeronautics or whatever, you know, you go in there and just learn about, you know, just basic stuff. I mean, mm -hmm. real, real, real basic, you know, basic shop classes, basic electric, you know, um, basic hydraulics and stuff like that. Then, you know, sophomore year, they kind of step it up a little bit, you know, introduce you to, you know, engines, uh, recips and, and uh, radial engines and stuff like that. Um, jet engines. Cool. Um yeah, and then uh, uh, junior year, you do a little bit of welding. They step it up again. Um, so, yeah, we were in there. You know, I was, what, 14, 15 years old, welding stuff, you know, doing TIG <laughs> welding. Crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool, yeah, though, was, because they're, like, actually mm -hmm. teaching you skills that, like we, I mentioned earlier, you can use right out of high school to make money. It's right. like, what, what high school does that? It's like high schools don't really set you up for yeah. after college or after school. They just kind of – like, all right, well, you're done high school. Now go to college. I'll teach you everything you need to know. So it's like, it's yeah, cool that yeah, you learned was, how to make money, a, some, a right. skill to like make money. Yeah, it was, you know, I, I, and you know, it, as weird as it sounds, you know, I was, you know, it was kind of almost too, too good to be true. You know, mm -hmm. going to the school, going to the high school, you know, they, it's kind of like blowing sunshine, you know, up your, you know what, <laughs> you know, and it's like, you know, it's like, they're telling you, oh, you know, come to the school for four years and five years. You know, you, you get these licenses, you go on and you make all this money. You get to fly around for free. I'm, in the back of my head, I'm like, yeah, right, man. You know, I'm <laughs> I, I'm just doing this stuff because I like it. You right. know what I mean? You know, it's it, it's fun. You know, you get to hang out with your friends. You get to build cool stuff. You know, you actually get to, you know, like I said, welding. You get to do a little bit of, um, <clears throat> um, um, oh, geez, it's slipping my mind. Um, um, <laughs> You're good riveting riveting yeah. there you go do, do some riveting some sheet metal work and stuff like that um you know all, all of that is fun i i you know i i enjoy hands-on you know work you know i grew up building lego stuff and putting puzzles together and and you know so so it kind of worked out but you know at the end when it's all over it's like okay now what you know let me <laughs> let me see if you know they're gonna hire i mean you think about it, it's like let me see if they're gonna hire an 18 year old kid somewhere you right. know what i mean you know, and, and that's when it really hits you. So, you know, I ended up putting my resume out there and, you know, Delta picked me up, you know, Dang. at 19 years old, you know, For Delta real? picked me up at 19 years old. You know, now they brought me in as a, uh, uh, a cabin mechanic. Um, um, so, you know, I was changing out carpets and fixing seat backs and overhead bins and stuff like that, you know, but, you know, entry level. Right. And I did that for five, five months. And then, you know, uh, I was promoted to, uh, line maintenance and i worked line maintenance at jfk you know yeah. after that so you know i went from changing carpets you know 19 years old you know my birthday's in november you know on the, on mm -hmm. the 16th so i'm 19 years old you know 
changing parts on engines and doing gate calls and staring passengers in their faces and <laughs> and I'm serious man you know and, and talking to pilots or whatever you know yeah. there's been a couple of times you know I've gone into the flight deck and the pilot's looking at me and I'm looking at him and I'm yeah, like, like what uh, you want to set a wings man like what, what right. are you doing up yeah here? yeah no seriously yeah. man you know it's it, you know it used to happen to me you know every yeah. now and again he's like oh you know I'm just here waiting on maintenance and I'm like well I'm maintenance you know <laughs> I mean you could you could see the uniform he's like what like it, yeah. uh, like no That's man crazy. You, you know you can be like my son or something like that i'm like well i'm not and i'm here yeah. to fix the airplane so what do you want to do you know <laughs> you trying to we get can... these passengers out or what yeah we can He's talk like, about oh, me being okay. your son or we can get this moving what do you want yeah. right exactly yeah so That's funny. so then you know it then it hits you and and you know that's why you know i try to go back to my high school as much as i can um you know now i have a uh, <clears throat> i have a mentee at the high school uh through uh, Delta has a program, a mentor mentee program, and I have a mentee at the school. And because, you know, the, the, the thing was, you know, when I was going through the, the school, you know, we didn't have that many people who came back to share their story. And, and so we can see, you know, they kind of, you know, up and got their stuff and then, you know, rode off into the sunset, you know, so we didn't have any examples. So that's why, you know, in my head, I'm like, this stuff is too good to be true. You can't tell me that, you know, at 19 years old, I'm going to get out there in the workforce and be traveling for free and start you know, making, you know, twenty six, twenty seven dollars an hour at 19. It's, it's, it's yeah, but it, but it happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was running to Puerto Rico with my friends for, you know, the day, you know, I was, <laughs> I was running to Vegas, you know, hanging out for the day. You know, I mean, I was doing right. cool stuff like that. You know, I was going to London, you know, with a backpack on with, you know, two other of my friends just walking around drinking beers when I was 21, of course, and, yeah, of course. and uh, you know, getting fish and chips and stuff like that. And then coming back, no hotel, no nothing. First class both ways. I mean, you know, for free, basically, you know, That's I mean, crazy. you know, it, I'm doing this at 21, you know, at that point. And now, you know, here I am, you know, 11 years later with Delta, you know, coming up on 12 years in February. And I'm, you know, I'm, I turned 31 on on uh you know november 16th you know and now i'm i'm teaching i'm teaching people and and i hate school <laughs> you know what i mean so <laughs> it's 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 crazy you know if if you'd have gone back you know when i was in high school going through those classes and you know told me oh this is what you're going to be doing in 11 years i'd have been like yeah right yeah you know? no you're wrong so, you got the you got the <laughs> wrong mail man <laughs> right you yeah. know but 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 you know that's that school gave me everything you know that school that school gave me everything, you know, I have now, you know, gave me a huge head start on life. Um, um, you know, I was able to travel, you know, a lot, go, you know, places, see people for a couple of hours and come back, have great food, you know, and, you know, meet a whole bunch of people, you know, I mean, you know, without that school, I definitely wouldn't be talking to you. That's for yeah, sure. That's awesome, man. That's cool. <laughs> and I love how you, you said know. that you want to, you want to give back, you know, you want to go back to the school you want to show people that you can do this, that you can be 19, get a dope job, travel the world, work, and make yeah. some good money doing it. And I think that's great because oh, yeah. aviation is all about giving back and helping people out because someone has helped you out in your career, I'm sure, as well. Oh, someone yeah. has been like, yo, man, like come here, help me out, do this. Or I know a guy at Delta who might have got yeah. helped you getting hired. And now you're in a position to give back and help the younger generation. And that's what the podcast is all about, too. It's just like we need to, to get more people in aviation, whether it's flying, whether it's maintenance, whether it's in a high school, whether whatever it is. Right. So I appreciate what you're doing, man. You're doing some good things. Of course. Thank you, man. I appreciate that's that. Cool. That's real. Yeah. That's, I just, I'm st like when you told me that you were going to be 19, have an AMP, and you're going to go apply for jobs. I thought the next thing you say is how it's tough to get a job, but that's awesome that Delta was like, no, we're good. You're an AMP. Doesn't matter how young you are. Let's go. Let's put you to work. Let's let's get yeah. it. Yeah, and 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 you know, you know, the aviation world. I mean, as you know, um, is very small. You know, number yeah. one, and you know, our high school, in addition to that world, is even smaller. Um, you know, we have a lot of you know, guys who, I mean, over the years, I mean, I know guys, you know, who work for the airlines, you know, graduated from high school in the seventies, you know, eighties, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, they're all over the place. You know, I have a cousin of mine, you know, who, who's also in the aviation industry who went to my high school, graduated in 93, you know, mm -hmm. um, they're, they're all over the place. So it's, you know, it's, it's, it's like a fraternity. And then, you know, also a lot of the guys who I graduated high school with, I work with now, you know, yeah. it's like, you know, we, you know, we, 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 we work towards something, you know, when we were in high school. Now we're all making money and hanging out and drinking beers together, you know? <laughs> That's cool. So it's, 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 it's great. It, uh -huh. it really is. 
what's really uh, what's your career at Delta been like? Uh, I've talked to, I haven't really had an AMP on the show before, so <coughs> it'd be talk to me a little bit about like what it was to start out. I know you mentioned that you were more like doing kind of like carpet work and stuff like that, but talk to me about the progression and the type of work that that goes on as an AMP and kind of some of the things that you see, maybe like your funniest stories or best stories or how annoying pilots can be when they complain about stuff. <laughs> um so yeah, so you know, I started out in cabin maintenance like I like I mentioned before. Um, changing out carpets and fixing overhead bins and stuff like that, which is usually, you know, entry level job, especially for a young guy. Um, and I mean, they still do it, you know, coming out of, you know, aviation high school. So after that, you know, um, line maintenance was fun. Um, it's because, you know, line maintenance is whatever's going on, you know, at the time, meaning, Mm -hmm. you know, airplane comes into the gate. Um, it could be a tire change. It could be, you know, a lav's not flushing. It could be a light bulb on the wing. You know, I mean, it's just whatever, you know, and it kind of keeps you on your toes uh, and you learn a lot, too. And especially yeah. a, a place like JFK, which is, uh, you know, <laughs> a, a, you know, at least a Delta um, is the European um, gateway. You yeah. know, it's the European gateway for the uh, for the company. And, um, you know, we turn a lot of airplanes, um, a lot of high profile, you know, airplanes, a lot of high profile routes. And, um, you know, it's 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 fun um, as far as, you know, pilots go, uh, eh, you know, <laughs> you know, come, you know, I mean, th- you know, don't get me wrong. You know, the pilots are great, you know, but sometimes, you know, they get burnt out, too. Yeah. Um, yep. um, you know, sometimes, yeah, they 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 they'll complain and write up, you know, stuff, in my opinion, is silly. But, you know. It happens. You yeah. <laughs> You're like, really, man, you're yeah. going to write this up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you know, and I mean, you know, the biggest thing, you know, is the plane safe, you know, yeah. is the plane safe, you know, you know, safe, you know, safety is Delta's, you know, priority, um, you know, over everything, so. you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, over everything. You know, we don't care if it's a delay or whatever the case is. If that plane ain't safe. It ain't going anywhere. Right. You know, and that's that's just how it is. Um, but, um, you know. I also had my taste um, as far as, you know, my AMP career uh, with Delta. <clears throat> I had a taste of working in the hangar, um, mm-hmm. which I did not like. Uh, okay. You know, yeah, you know, me as an individual, you know, I guess maybe I was spoiled. Um, I started out on the line. So, you know, I was used to, you know, fast pace, airplanes in and out, you know, thinking quick on your feet. And uh, I transferred to Atlanta to the line, uh, uh, to the hangar down here in 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, after three years of working up at Kennedy, it just got too expensive. So I'm like, yeah. you know what? I gotta, I gotta get out of here. It's time to move yeah. on. Money goes um, farther so, down South. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. So, so, um, you know, I transferred to the hangar down here. I was like, you know what? It'll be a nice little change of pace. And it, it and, and it was for about two weeks and then, and then, you know, that all went out the window, you know, seeing, you know, you, you come in, you work an airplane, you go home, you come in, that airplane is still there. You go home, you come in, that airplane is still there. <laughs> I mean, you know, for like a week and a half, yeah. sometimes two weeks, you know, that airplane is just still there. And I mean, not because we're not doing anything. It's just, you know, the the, the various checks and, you know, work cards and job cards and things that have to be accomplished. And and um, it's just it, it's just a process. You know, I, I you know, I've just kind of felt like a robot after a little while. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, and, 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 you know, nothing against those guys, you know, those guys, they, they know a lot. They've, you know, they see a lot more than the line guy because they're in there tearing the airplane apart. You know, the line guy isn't tearing the airplane apart. You know, the job of the line. Fix the immediate keep, problem. Right. Fix the immediate problem. Get, get that airplane moving. Keep it making money. You know, that's the. Do what you need to do in the line check when the line check pops up, probably. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the midnight guys usually, you know, if there's some type of issue while that airplane is sitting overnight for eight hours or six hours or something like that before it's flight in the morning, they'll get, you know, they'll get it done. But as far as, you know, all the heavy stuff and checking for corrosion and all that other, you know, intensive work, you know, um, you know, the uh, the hangar guys usually have that. But anyway, I got, you know, I got tired of that. And then um, actually a applied for uh, this position called uh, maintenance control um which is basically you know like a controlled center for maintenance so you know to compare it to something you know if you have a problem with the phone you're going to call tech support you know for your iphone or whatever they're going to tell you oh turn it off and do this and do that <laughs> turn it back on wait 10 you know, seconds yeah exactly you know so the, so so, so kind of you know that's 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 basically what i did for airplanes um so so i worked in a building uh behind a desk uh for 12 hours out of a day three days a week 
And um, I would talk to pilots sometimes at altitude, sometimes, you know, just off of the gate, sometimes taxiing in. I would talk to mechanics, you know, um, in the middle of the night. if They were trying to, you know, fix something or whatever, give them some information, you know, maintenance manual stuff, you know, uh, give them some pointers, some tips, whatever the case is. So, you know, that was that was fun for a bit. Then um, I got tired of that because I was young. You know, I, I want to say I was the youngest guy ever in that department at 23. Cool. Yeah, I got in at 23 and I left at 26. I spent three years there. I worked the uh, 737 desk and then the uh, uh, 757 desk. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Um, but then that got too slow for me. And then I went back to the line. I said, you know, this is where I belong and so on and so forth. And then a uh, position in the training department opened up. Um, and, uh, I thought about it. I said, you know what, why not? I've been around for a little while. You know, I've seen a little bit here and there. Yeah. So, um, I put in for it. I ended up getting it and I love this cool. gig. Um, That's awesome. So I get man. to tr- travel around and teach at th- 737. It's funny how you, you know. say that you, like the pilots are calling you're like, all right, uh, turn it, turn off the, the power to the system, wait 10 seconds, turn it back on. Because I fly, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know much about business jets, but I fly a uh, citation latitude. And it is okay. like all a computer. The whole thing's a computer. So yeah. literally every time we have some kind of fault on startup or even just like if anything happens, like, hey, just like cut the power. Now, obviously not yeah. flight. They're not cut the power, but like right, it's a right, big computer. Yeah. You just reset the computer. You just turn it off. Maybe undo the batteries. Wait 10 seconds. Do everything. Put it back together. And it, it usually works just fine. It's like having a – it's pretty much like you said the same thing when you're – what do you do with your desktop? You just turn off the power. Yeah. And let it reboot yeah. and it, it fixes the problem. So it's crazy to see how planes and even cars and just everything is just so computerized now and how oh, yeah. the fixes can be as simple as just shut down the power and see what happens. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know, our, um, um, you know, the Airbus is like that. You know, um, I want to say like a certified fix for the air, for the, for the Airbus is like shutting off the power, waiting. I think I think as long as like five minutes, just sitting yeah. in the dark, and you know, allow <laughs> allowing all those relays and stuff like that to relax and reset and stuff like that, and then turn yeah. it back on. And I've seen it fix a lot of issues, you know, yeah. um, out there. So so well, yeah. also oh, seen yeah. with uh, the newer planes too, and even Airbuses or maybe some Boeing's. It's uh, there's just the com- with computers and high tech it come there's some faults that pick up that don't normally pick up on the older airplanes if that makes sense so like they have yeah. lower tolerances i would say to where the bell goes off where the the caution light comes on and sometimes mm-hmm. it just takes a couple seconds like the caution light comes on and goes away in five seconds and it's nothing yeah. wrong with the system it's just there is a little maybe a little glitch and it sounds kind of scary right. having a glitch in an airplane but <laughs> yeah. it does happen <laughs> it's a computer yeah. yeah i mean that's 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 just what it is you know yeah. it, it happens you know it it definitely happens man you so know? you said that you are instructing now for the 737 talk a little bit about that um so so yeah so you know i i teach the uh, 737 to uh um mechanics mm-hmm. in delta's uh, system currently and um every now and again we get you know some contract work um we also do the uh, air force and the navy uh, as well, because they have a variant of the 37, uh, it's a okay. dash 700 called the C40. It's a military uh, 737-700NG. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I, you know, I teach, you know, all the systems, all the, yeah, the uh, ATA chapters, you know, air conditioning, uh, engines, pneumatics, ice and rain, um, you know, landing gear, so on and so forth. And, um, you know, I do classes all around, you know, L.A., Minneapolis. Uh, Detroit, Seattle, uh, Atlanta, New York, and um, yeah, so it's uh, it's fun. I, yeah, I enjoy like it. You know, I I get to uh, you know read. You know, my job is to to learn the jet. You know, um, and it's 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 been a blast. You know, I mean, the three seven luckily uh, was my favorite aircraft to work. Um, also, just I mean, my favorite aircraft. Period. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, barely in front of the six, seven, four hundred. Um, but um, those are my two <laughs> favorite favorite airplanes to work. Yeah. And uh, you know, it just so happened that I was lucky enough to to teach the uh, three seven now. So it's it's been a blast. You know, so you know I, a travel, lot about the seven thirty seven. So what happened to the Lion airplane? <laughs> uh, you know, that's a that's a that's a good question. Um, you know, I've actually been looking into that a little bit waiting for a little bit more information yeah um so 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 apparently the uh the max um has a i guess 
kind of like a fail safe. Um, and, and, and that's what, at least in my opinion, I believe, you know, happened. Maybe, you know, there was some other failure involved, but the max, um, apparently if you, if you pitch up too much, um, the aircraft will grab control and tell you up, oh, that's enough. And what oh, it'll shoot. do, it'll, it'll pitch down. Okay. So, um, so what it sounds like is there was some type of issue where the aircraft thought that the pilot was, you know, inputting too much nose up and it grabbed the airplane from him and put it into a nose down, um, configuration and it ran it into the ground. That, yeah. Um, it's a sad now, story. Now, yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. 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 It is. You know, and that airplane, I think was only, they said like two months old or something yeah. like that. Cause um, yeah, it sounds like from what I read, they had issues with it before and it might not have been the pilot doing anything wrong. It might've just the plane just right. might have thought it was in a weird situation and took over. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's, that, that's my take on that. And I'm really waiting to see, um, you know, what they released from the flight data recorder. Yeah. I don't think they found the cockpit voice recorder yet. Oh really? Um, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I, I know they found the uh, flight data recorder. I don't think they found the cockpit voice recorder yet. But um, you know, this goes to show that maybe it's not the best idea to fully automate an airplane. You know, it's like uh, computer glitches happen, and I know it's going to save airlines money one day. I know the pilot shortage is out there. One of the best options for them is to make it either a single pilot airplane or even a no pilot airplane. But there's just, I just. I don't know if I would want to get on a plane with no pilot on there or even just one pilot because you never know what that plane's going to do. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, Airbus already, you know, has certain features where, mm -hmm. um, you know, the airplane won't let you do certain things like the uh, Airbus won't let you roll it. Yeah. Um, um, if you input too much, you know, aileron or something like that, it'll throw the aircraft back the other way or take the input away from you. Yeah. Um, you can't stall an Airbus um, on purpose. Uh, just, you know, going back to that, 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 that incident, uh, I still don't remember exactly what happened, but I know the airplane took control, but that, that 320 that, uh, kind of coasted into the trees, um, like a hundred feet off of a runway. Oh yeah. Um, it was just, Dang. yeah, it was just, uh, the airplane, I, I think thought it was trying to land or the pilot was trying to land the airplane made a decision. It wasn't, and it just kept the airplane. I mean, like maybe like 50 feet off of the ground and just kept it you know, in a flare and ran it right into trees. Um, yeah. Um, but, uh, so yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, the technology is definitely there already. Yeah. Um, you know, but I don't know. <laughs> it'll, be it'll be interesting to see it. Like you said, there's no way to predict how it's going to play out, but obviously these kind of things are going to be a huge setback for those plans and those ideas. Yep, absolutely. All right, well, let's get a little happier. Let's not talk about planes crashing anymore. Let's talk about <laughs> you are a private pilot and you made the transition to to flying. What? So with an a maintenance background and seeing just like the bones of planes, did you always want to be a pilot or was it like just being around planes? Was it like, man, that's kind of cool. Like I want to fly one of these one day. Um, You know what? Initially, um, I wanted to be a military pilot. Um, okay. You know, of course, of course, my favorite movie is Top Gun. Of course. Uh, of course, right? <laughs> uh, and you know, they're filming number two right now um, yeah. <laughs> out there in uh, San Diego. But um, yeah, you know, growing up, um, before I got to high school, I, you know, I thought that, you know, someday I'd be a military pilot. Um, it didn't work out. I ended up going to aviation high school, which was like the next best thing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, all these years, I've, you know, it's kind of been in the back of my mind. And I just, didn't do it. Um, I didn't know who to talk to. That was the biggest thing. I didn't know who to reach out to. Um, as far as, you know, do I go to flight school? I don't know who to talk to. I, right. I, I just didn't know the steps, you know, I just didn't know the steps to do it. So, you know, here I am, you know, 10 years later. Um, it was a funny story how it happened too. Um, I was working the line and it mm -hmm. was an MD 88 and I had a gate call, went out there, you know, just small talking with the pilot um, and, uh, you know, fixed his jet. He went along and like maybe like the next week, sort of same guy, you know, and um, we were small talking again. And he said, hey, man, you know, how old are you? And I think at the time I might have been I might have been 28 or 29, maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe 28, but anyway, um, he's like, oh man, you know, there's a big pilot shortage coming, man. You should really think about flying, you know, 
Um, there's going to be tons of jobs coming. I said, ah, you know, it's been in the back of my mind. He said, man, you should just do it. Then I said, ah, whatever. Kind of blew him off. Yeah. And then maybe like a month after that, I saw him again. The guy's name is Dave Buck, um, MD-88 captain. And uh, saw him again. And I said, you know what? Let me let me at least see. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so I took his number and I uh, reached out to him uh, maybe like a week after that. And uh, I, I said, hey, man, you know, I was thinking about what you were saying. And, you know, do you know anybody or maybe you yourself? you know, like to, to do this pilot thing, you know, I didn't, I didn't know who to talk to. And he said, yeah, man, you know what? I'm going to, you know, put out a post on Facebook and, you know, I'll, you know, give me a couple of days. I'm going to see who, who gets back to me. And sure enough, maybe two days later, um, he had a guy uh, who became my CFI and, um, and, and, and the rest was history. You know, cool. um, I reached out to him. He said, yeah, man, you know, I fly out of this airport down here in Atlanta and, you know, whenever you got free time, let's, let's, uh, you know, get out there. You know, I got a Cessna 182 and, um, you know, we can do some lessons in that, you know, we can go up, see how you like it. And if you want to continue, then we can talk business. I said, all right. So, so went up in this 182 for like 40 minutes and we landed. He said, what do you think? I said, let's do it again. I want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said, I want to do it. And then, you know, and, and, you know, it took me a while. Uh, it took me over a year just to get my private, but you know, you know, I was teaching and stuff like that. I was traveling. So, you know, my, my focus was in other areas too. I know a lot of people, you know, knock out their private in no time, but right. you know, I, and, 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 you know, I'm kind of happy that I did it that way because it allowed me to enjoy it. You know, like the, the, the worst fear that I have is it feeling like a job and I, right. and, 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 and don't get me wrong. You know, at some point that may come, I just don't want it too early. You know, like, wow, <laughs> you know, you I mean. can run out there. Yeah. On a sunny day and just go fly leisurely and, yeah. you know, just, fly just enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. You know, go and, you know, learn some things, you know, get, you know, get, get gain some experience flying out there in traffic, talking to, you know, ATC and stuff like that. Just, you know, having it come naturally, you know, um, I've had so much fun with that, you know, cause I see so many people get stressed out, you know, going to these flight schools and stuff like that. They get burnt out really fast. Yep. Um, very so, fast. Right. You know, so, so right now I'm, uh, you know, I'm just having fun. I'm working on my instrument now. Um, be taking my instrument, uh, uh, written soon, hopefully before the nice. month is over. You got to use um, Shepard air. Have you ever heard of Shepard air before? Yeah, I have. I use sporties. Uh, okay. I use sporties. Sporties cool. You yeah. know, uh, but I have heard a lot about Shepard Air. Maybe oh, uh, you'll pass commercial. You'll get like a ninety-nine every time. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's Use what it. I keep hearing, yeah. man. And if it's amazing. and if you don't if you don't pass, you get your money back or something yeah. like that. You'll yeah. you'll pass one hundred percent. It's it's honestly the greatest thing that ever happened. <laughs> yeah, that's Shepard Air. That's is what amazing. everybody says. Yeah. I got but, I got no, tons of friends who use it. It's good to get the knowledge, though, you know, for like your private and for your instrument, especially your instrument. Your instrument's such a so a vast amount of knowledge that you need to know. So yeah. it's good to it's good to do it your own way and actually learn the material rather than memorizing all the the questions and answers. Right, exactly, exactly. And, uh, I liked how you were talking about. Well, you were, so you went to aviation high school. You've been a yep. mechanic for ten years, and you still yep. didn't know the process of how to like start becoming a pilot. I've started talking about like it's. I don't know if that's 100%. You might have known a little bit, but I started talking about how the aviation and pilots in general do a really terrible job at getting new people to join aviation and new people to start flying because I'm sure now yeah. you're like, dang, man, it's so easy. All I have to do is go to this place at this airport and I could literally fly today right. if I wanted to. Where right. if, you think, if you're not in tune with aviation, if you don't know that, you might think, oh, the only way I could do that is to become a military pilot or the only way I do that is to have my dad be a pilot. Like it's, You can only be a pilot oh, yeah. if it's in your family. So... I think that aviation as a whole and pilots as a whole are doing it. We're not doing the best job at getting more people to see how easy it is to become a pilot, how easy it is right. to just go fly. It's, it's available yeah. to everyone. And your first lesson is not necessarily too expensive. It is expensive as it, as as a whole. But, I mean, you can drop right. 80 bucks and go do a, a discovery flight and see if you like it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can, you know. Um, and, you know, that's another thing I try to focus on now. Um, and, you know, I'm really you know, happy that you said that, um, because you know, I was thinking the same thing. Um, you know, now, you know, I put a lot of videos out, you know, I, like, like I kind of bring a lot of awareness because, you know, where I grew up, you know, there wasn't no pilots. I mm -hmm. mean, you know, to be honest, you know, I mean, it was basketball, it was rappers, 
you know what I'm saying? I mean, mm-hmm. that's 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 just what it was, you know, you know, sports guys, you know, and 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 that's it. You know, I was the only yeah. guy in my neighborhood, you know, kind of interested in, you know, what I was interested in. And I got lucky, you know, going to the school I went to. Um, but then, you know, that's still not being a pilot. And, you know, just like you said, you know, 10 years after, I still didn't know who the hell to talk to. And I've right. been, you know, in, you know, in the aviation industry, you know, for a while. And, you know, that's why my page is like that, because, you know, a lot of followers I have are, you know, people who I've known for a while, you know, urban community stuff, you know what I mean? People in Brooklyn and 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 in New York area and even guys who I've met down here, you know, when I moved to Atlanta, you know, I'm still like the only pilot that they know. You yeah. know? So so, you know, I get a lot of DMs and a lot of private messages and, you know, guys who I know already who have my number. Hey, man, you know you know, is any way I can come up flying with you? I'm like, yeah, man, let's put it on the schedule. Like, you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. And, you know, I've gotten, you know, quite a few people, you know, really, really, really interested. I have at least maybe three people who I got to join my, uh, my, my flying club, um, with me and, you know, they want to, yeah, they want to pursue it. They're interested, you know, and, and on the maintenance side, I got maybe five or six people that actually enrolled into, uh, you know, aviation maintenance, um, programs you know, yeah, you know, I, uh, uh, one of the, one of the people is my cousin, uh, down in, uh, Broward County, um, uh, Florida, uh, mm-hmm. two other guys up in New York or whatever that decided to go to, uh, Vaughn college up there and get their, you know, licenses and stuff like that. Cause I mean, you know, it's, it's an interesting industry. I mean, yeah. you know, There's a honestly, lot you whether, can do, you know, yeah. You know, whether you're air traffic controller, you know, whether you're a, a pilot, whether you're a mechanic, I mean, you know, I mean, even flight attendants, you know, I've had, you know, girls and guys, Hey man, you know, I saw you, you know, you posted Delta's hiring flight attendants or whatever, you know, can I just apply? You know, how do I apply? I mean, so, you know, I, you know, I feel like a vessel, you know, I'm a vessel and, and any, but I mean, I like it because, you know, it's all, it's all, you know, information, you know, I mean, you know, how many people have seen certain things and not put it out, you know? And I feel like I'm doing, you know, people a disservice, you know, and also my friends, if I, you know, get some type of information, I don't put it out because it's somebody who may, yeah, you know, somebody who may be interested in it. Yeah, I I encourage anyone that is actually that's listening to this or anyone you meet or anyone just tell people that they can be pilots or they can be in aviation because I don't think we as the aviation community truly understand the out the, the perception that we give off or the perception we have with uh, mm-hmm. the non-aviation community. It's like, uh, I mean, it's like muggles and Harry Potter. It's like, they think that they can't do magic. They think that they can't be pilots, you know? So we need right. to figure out a way to stop that. So I'm right. glad that you're doing what you're doing. That's uh, it's making a big impact. So keep it up and uh, talking about flying. What? So yeah. I know that the pilot you're talking to that kind of kept, kept on your kept on you about getting your license and stuff uh, mm-hmm. are you pursuing flying as a career pursuing it as fun what's your goal with that um right now um i'm just having fun with it um yeah. to be honest um you know i'm getting my ratings or whatever i'm taking my time getting them you know i'm i'm gonna get my instrument hopefully b- uh, before the year is over I, you know i have all my well eh, i have my cross-country minimums done mm-hmm. um i still need to get my you know 15 hours of instruction uh, but I do have like 23 hours simulated hood, uh, simulated nice. instruments. So, so I'm getting there. Um, I'm going to get my commercial. Um, so, I mean, I'm going to go basically all the way, but I'm going to take my time with yeah. it. Like I mentioned before, I just don't want it to feel like a job. But um, what I would like to do, you know, pick up, you know, some corporate work on the side, some on-call stuff. You know, I work yeah. Monday through Friday, maybe on the weekend, you know, th- there's a guy who I may know or, you know, whoever has got like a, uh, a G5 or a challenge or something. <laughs> hey man, you know, yeah. I'm going here. Think you, big, you know, man. Can you go? Yeah. You know, yeah. can you go? Yeah. Why not? You know, or, you know, I, I, I got a buddy of mine, um, who I went to high school with. He actually lives down here. Uh, but you know, he flies, uh, King airs for a charter service down nice. here in Atlanta, you know, something like that, you know, just to keep yeah, it, just cool. to keep it going. Just, yeah, just kind of ease my way into it. But actually right now, um, I'm working on, a. Well, I'm going to start working on uh, aerobatics. Um, oh, cool! I I want to get into aerobatics, so I actually just called up a guy yesterday um, who has a uh, uh, a two seater pits. Um, oh, nice! And we're gonna go up and do a do a 
a few things. Um, he's going to show me a few things and 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 whatnot. Um, but <laughs> bring, but I'd really like to bag. fly. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 man. You know, but um, I'd really like to fly in uh, uh the Red Bull Air races. Oh, that'd be um, cool. Yeah, you know, that'd be awesome. Definitely different type of flying. Uh, it's going to take a lot of time and experience and a lot of work too. But um, that's the uh, that's the goal I have. Maybe you know, start off doing air shows. I mean, a lot of those guys do. Um, you know, they're you know, ex-military pilots and stuff like that, or, you know, they're like big time air show, you know, guys. I mean, that's like, you know, you got to have some type of resume in order to get in anyway. Yeah. Um, You got to start somewhere though. So why not start with the pits and see where it goes from there? Exactly. You know, I may, may buy myself a, uh, a super decathlon somewhere down the line, you know, like an extra 300 one day, you know, just, (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That'd be after the decathlon, but, (laughs) but, uh, you know, you know, I may start doing air shows in the in the decathlon. You yeah, know what I mean, that's cool. Just just building up a resume. So that's know. fun, man. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Well, I got a, a section called the rapid fire section where I just think yeah. of any aviation type question that comes to my mind, and I ask, and you just say the first thing that comes to your mind. You ready for it? Yes, sir. What's your favorite airplane other than the seven thirty seven? F eighteen. Okay. What is the ugliest airplane you've ever seen in your life? Ooh, uh, I'd have to say that Russian guy, the uh, Anatov, Antonov. Anatov, yeah, Antonov, yeah, yeah that's an ugly yeah, too, too, whatever. But it's huge, yeah. it's humongous, though. Have you seen that thing take <laughs> off? It takes up like every bit of the runway. I, I have not, but I know oh, it's a it's big crazy. ass plane. Yeah, it's wild, man. <laughs> it is crazy. I always yeah. tell everyone that mine's a Piaggio, and I get a lot of flack for it, but I'm proud to be a Piaggio hater. I got it. I I don't know what that looks like. Oh, look it up when Google look it up when you get a chance. It looks like a catfish. Send me a me- <laughs> okay. <laughs> send me a message when we're done, and I'll add it oh. in if you don't like it or not. I need some <laughs> other people on my side. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah. All right, for training airplane purposes, Cessna, Piper, or Diamond aircraft. Ooh, haven't flown a Diamond, so so that's out. Uh, got ten hours in a one eighty two, but most of my training is in a Piper, so I'm gonna have to go with the low wing. Okay, what Piper? Yeah. Uh, PA-28, uh, Cherokee nice. 160. Cool. Those are good plans. Mm-hmm. All right. Would you rather mm-hmm. fly over cities, the beach, or mountains? Ooh. I'd have to go with the beach. Okay. Daytime or nighttime? Daytime. <laughs> Sunset or sunrise? <laughs> uh, sunrise. Okay. Nice. I used to fly freight and I used to see the sunrise and then I'd see the sunset all in the same flight. <laughs> That was, yeah, that's yeah. when you knew it was a long day oh uh, yeah alright mm-hmm. you've, you've done a lot of traveling if you are traveling to the airport you gotta make a quick connection flight and you need to grab you need to grab some food what's your go to oh my go to for food I'd have to say Panda Express okay nice you're living in Atlanta uh-huh. and you don't choose Chick-fil-A I'm disappointed you know what it <laughs> crossed my mind first yeah. but I was like you know what I, I definitely get more Panda Express than I do Chick-fil-A yeah. in the airport at least that's funny all yeah. right, let's see. You have to, so you're flying around. What is one thing you always have to have with you when you're flying? Is it like an iPad with four flights, sunglasses, Damn right. watch? I, yeah. iPad with four flights. Four Absolutely. flights the greatest thing ever invented. It sure is. <laughs> Shameless it plug. Is. If they're listening, feel free to sponsor the podcast. But uh, <laughs> they, they just, they changed the game with that, man. Changed oh, yeah. the game. Yeah, yeah. I feel naked without it, man. Yeah, for sure. It. Don't it's like wait, where's the airspace? I don't know what to do anymore. (laughs) Right, yep. It's true. What um uh, let's see, what was I gonna ask? What's your favorite flight you've ever had? Favorite flight I've ever had. Um I would have to say I flew from uh um from the Atlanta area to uh Moton Field, uh down down in uh, Alabama. They actually have a uh it's actually right next to Air uh uh Auburn, but they have a um Tuskegee Airmen Museum oh, right there. Dang, so actually, that's cool. I actually did that uh, for my cross country as a student pilot. It was about 88 nautical miles. It was a little bit further. Of course, you know, 50 is, you know, right. um, good enough. But, go big um, or go home. Stri- <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. It was a straight shot, uh, you know, to the southwest. So I took off out of 2-4 from my airport and kept it kept it going and um, uh, ran me right into Moton. And I got cool. there. So I did a you know a little museum tour and um, I flew back. It was cool. 
If you ever if you ever need a long cross country to go, it's I don't know how far it is from Atlanta. I grew up in Charlotte, North Carolina, and there is okay. a um, a barbecue restaurant in North Carolina called BQ One. It's in Carthage, North Carolina. It's called the Pick and Pig. It is the best fly-in barbecue you will ever have. It is unbelievable. Really? But yeah, it's just uh, east of Charlotte. It's over by Fayetteville. It might be a long haul from Atlanta. But if you ever get the chance here in North Carolina and need to rent a plane, go fly there. Bring cash or it's going to be washing dishes, but it is amazing food. <laughs> it is okay. so good. Yeah, it's so cool. They have like archery set up there too, but they have a big old patio. You can just sit out and watch airplanes take off and land. And it's kind of a challenging airport, so it's just fun. So it's on the airport. Yeah, it's, it's on the airport. Cool. It's a cool, cool. place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, let's see. What else do I have? Oh, I think that's it. That's about be it for now. See, it wasn't too bad. You did good. You done did. Oh wait, I have one more. What's your favorite okay. airline livery? And I'm pretty sure you know what you have to say one. But other than Delta, what's your favorite airline livery? Oh, what's my favorite? That's that's a good one. Um, you know what? I think the new Air Canada is really nice. Yeah. Um, you- I I don't know. You know, it's just something about that livery. You know, the 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 all white with the. I think it's a black tail with the, with the raccoon the sur- eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. you know it's 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 pretty cool i like uh, it it's so different than their like baby blue that they used to have too yeah, yeah yeah you know that was a that was a weird deal yeah that baby blue <laughs> kind of greenish weird color yeah yeah, yeah it's um, yeah, it's yeah, definitely an improvement yeah, yeah that's it is. awesome it is absolutely well mel mm-hmm. i got one more question for you before we go and uh yes, then we can debrief a little bit afterwards but um mm-hmm. Someone's coming up to you today and they are, hey man, like they find your Instagram page and like, yo, I really want to get into aviation, whether it's uh, become a mechanic, whether it's a flight attendant, whether it's be a pilot. What are kind of three tips that you would give them in having a successful aviation career? Ooh, man. Uh, work hard, uh, definitely. Um, uh, have fun. Uh, you know, the aviation industry is very fun. I've had, you know, a lot of fun so mm-hmm. far. I've been lucky. Um, um, and, uh, ask questions, you know, there's a lot of stuff. Um, <laughs> there's definitely a lot of stuff, you know, out here that can get you into a lot of trouble. Um, if you don't ask, you yeah. know, you may, uh, I mean, it, and, and I mean, that could be you as a pilot, you know, you as a mechanic, you know, a lot of people, you know, a question may pop up, you know what, am, am I supposed to be doing this or yeah. am I supposed to be doing that or whatever? And some people go, ah, whatever. And it's that uh, whatever that gets you into a lot of trouble, a lot of time. Well, not even you into trouble, but it could be something you make a mistake, you don't do that, and then something happens and it affects a bunch of other people. Because in right, aviation, exactly. yeah. we serve, reaction, yeah, yeah. We, uh-huh. like, yeah. the maintenance could affect the flight pilots not asking a question, just could watch the, the captain do something dumb. So, yeah, never, yeah, ask questions all the time. A- absolutely. You know, if there's a guy next to you, grab him. If, if, if there's nobody next to you, call somebody. You know, yeah. we're definitely in the uh, cell phone era now, uh, texting era. Yeah. You know, just double check, you know, um, if you got any questions for sure. For sure. Yeah. That's cool. I like those. Those are all good. Those are all yeah. really good ones. But uh, like I said earlier, I appreciate you coming on, man. I, I love your of story. Course, just aviation high school. I've never really heard of that before. So it's cool to talk yeah. to someone that went through that and here just how it's a great option for people and how I'm just glad it's there. And I wish that there's more of it because it might help more people get into this industry career and it can really give you some good skills that you can use right away out of high school. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And yes, uh, I look forward to following you more, and hopefully we're going to have you back on here sometime soon. Oh, of course, man. I definitely got to come back, For man. Sure. I just need some more ratings and stuff like that first. <laughs> yeah. <but. laughs> some more ratings, hit me up, back. and we'll do it again. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> All right, man. Well, cool. I appreciate it. Of course. Absolutely, man. And that is a wrap of episode number 49. Aviation, like I said earlier, if you like this episode, leave us a review on iTunes. You can email me at pilotthepilothq at gmail.com. Check out our Discord where you can sign up for free and you can also sign up for the Patreon only Ask Me Anythings $5 and up. And check out the new stickers, the Carlsbad Pilot stickers. They're $5 and you can Venmo pilot to pilot and I will ship them out as soon as I get them. Aviation Nation, I hope you have a great day and happy flying.